What's the word, y'all? This is KTR underscore podcast, another Rose podcast. It is another day on a Tuesday. How are y'all doing today? Y'all are now tuned in with Cinco, Big Harv, and J-Bo himself. What's the word with y'all, man? How are y'all living? Another beautiful day, my guy. That's right. That's yeah, right. Man, survived it. Survived it. So, yeah. Good <laughs> that, that is correct. Survived it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters. We are here. And we since are we are here. And since we are here, a lot, a lot, a lot has been going on since our last episode, and especially this past weekend with all the festivities that's been going on from SmackDown to uh, NXT TakeOver 30. We had uh, AEW Dynamite on the weekend as well at the same time, same day. Sorry about the delay from the NBA playoffs. All the rest of the community was pissed off by that. Pissed <laughs> it off is what it is, buddy. <laughs> Followed by SummerSlam on Sunday, and we capped off with Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But, you know, going to all the, all the experience and stuff like that, you know, with the WWE, they're, uh, they're taking the approach to trying to get the fans more interactive with um, their shows to help out. So they took, like, the NBA approach with having virtual fans at their shows, at their live events, at their new Thunderdome, which is at um, – what is it? Don't call me the Amway Center in Florida or something like that. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah the Amway Center. Yeah, so with that, they started that on Friday with uh, SmackDown. Then uh-huh. they carried it over to SummerSlam, and they had their first uh, live virtual fans on Raw. And your host, your favorite co-host, your host's favorite host, Cinco, <laughs> was able to attend the Thunderdome live virtually. And I'm just going to give like a brief, no in-depth insight about that. I'm not going to lie to you. When it first started off, I almost got pissed. I, I, I really almost got pissed off because thing about we, when you register and you, and you get accepted into it, you get a link in your, um in your email about a certain call time that you have to get in. So I wasn't there for the whole show. They gave me an hour. So I feel like they gave people hours from a block from like, Seven, uh, like off of Central Time, seven, eight, eight to nine, nine to ten. I had the last hour from nine to ten. Okay, getting ready for it. No, getting dressed, getting my street proper shirt on, straddle street proper, get my chain, get my bandana, so people could find me on TV just in case. And so I get ready. Nine o'clock hits. I click the link to get mm-hmm. in. It says, "Sorry, the, thund- the Thunderdome is full." And boy, I was oh. about to flip. <laughs> oh Ooh, man, I tell you, when I when I pistols oh, is an understatement. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> wow. So I got accepted into registering the Thunderdome, but when it's time for my call for the Thunderdome, I can't get in. So I'm I'm sitting at my my computer in front of my TV and stuff, just like, man, like really, really. And I just kept trying to refresh it, refresh it, and nothing was working. I was like, wow. You know what? I'm gonna quit. But since I'm not a quitter, I I I, I was a little I was a little bit more patient, you know. And I waited till about like nine oh eight, something like that. I'm like, okay, we're gonna try this again one more time. I clicked it, refresh it, and it finally worked. And I got in the Thunderdome with the last fifty two minutes left of WWE Raw. And with that, no, I was just they had my little picture on the side of the screen. And I was just watching, and there's somebody on there that tells you when to clap, when to boo. Uh, give you reactions, uh, knows when you're on commercial, so you don't have to be interactive at the time. Yeah, so it, it, it's wow. it's different. It's a little fun. Um, so it was it was an okay experience. One thing I would say that I w- wish they would approve on is 
letting you know where exactly you are in the Thunder Don't Like Your section. So it can help find you in it if you're not on the TV side, the main area of you know where they show the fans like at the front barricade and stuff like that, because you know it wraps around halfway. And so just to help right. people out find exactly where you are, I wish they had that like somewhere on your screen, like, oh, this is your location in the Thunderdome. But I would say my experience was it was good. It it, it could have been better if I got in at nine o'clock, but that's that's another story. But anyway. Enough for that. Do y'all have anything y'all so want to say about you that? Look down, you look down when he said it was good, so that means he was lying. But <laughs> anyway. Go off over it. it doesn't Man. sound like it's a very good experience. Because I, 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 Vince, I, Vince would have to see me himself. All right, over my link, bro. Vince got to see me. I was pissed because I didn't see myself on TV, but I got to go back and look yeah. at it again, see if I can catch yeah. it because I'm doing two things at once. Man, I, I'll be ignorant as hell. They sit here and tell me when Randy Orton comes out to boo, I'm going to cheer out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah when they tell me to boo. They said, throw these thumbs out. I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Eject you from the Zoom wrestling meeting? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> with all the negative stuff that's been going on Zoom and people that are staying on, but that's another story. We'll get in that too, probably another time. But anyway, <laughs> moving on, let's get started with the show, y'all, with KTR underscore podcast. First off, this is a topic that my co host really wanted to touch on and really want to speak about, and that is with the women's tag team division in their titles. So yeah. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, with that, it's it, it seems maybe a bit lackluster, a um, bit not up to par where it should be. And you know, I'm I'm just gonna let them touch on it real quick on on their their opinion on the women tag team titles. So, big hard, we're gonna let you go first. Here we go. What you think about the women tag team titles being? <laughs> Possibly irrelevant, or possibly irrelevant. The women's titles or the women's tag titles. The women's tag titles. They are irrelevant. There's no women's tag division. There are no actual tag teams. But Bailey and Sasha, which we see is what's about to happen with them, since they're uniting uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, basically to take the straps off of them so they can have their little program against each other. Like, there's what 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 other tag teams are there? They have to makeshift these teams. There are no teams. Well, we, we got no high division. comics. We, we, know, we got Billy Kay. You know, that's my favorite. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there has only been That's not four. a division. <laughs> that's not. In the last two years they've been here, there's only been four. Four different women's tag team champions. And most of them were just carrying the championship like luck. They haven't even yeah. regularly is, defending them. Is it because there's – because uh, the the women's division is is dense in numbers, or because the the factions that are set with the tag no. teams is not is not good enough. They they haven't put the time into the actual division. There has been no time actually put into the women's tag team division. They brought the titles out seemingly just to have a women's tag team, to, just to say that they have tag team titles. I love women's wrestling. All right, it's not a knock on women's wrestling. It's not a knock on the athletes there, but. They're not even defending them, man. Like it's 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 it's, it's pointless. There is really no, there's no prestige to them. There's no prestige being built because there are no real teams. Like like you said, there's been four four separate champions. Um, this the the current champions are about to break up. Mm-hmm. The new champions are gonna be um, 
just thrown together. Sure. Half of one of the tag team um, champion holders already left. Kyrie Sane left. She had the title yeah. for a while. Like it's, there, there is no prestige to these titles, and that's WWE's fault. They should have put these teams together when they came with the titles and actually built them as teams. They didn't do that with 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 the women's tag team division. Now I work sometimes with with the men, um, like how we was talking about, we joked about around a couple episodes ago with uh, Cesaro. If you tag with Cesaro, you're going to get a tag strap. You know, they throw him with people. They throw him with people, but they make them actual teams. They work together. They have all these tandem moves. They they, they make it work. They don't do that with, with the women. They do not put the work in to make it a legit division. It's just a pointless division right now. You got anything to follow up with that, j You know, to piggyback off Big Harm. Yeah, like to piggyback off that, it's sort of like where uh, the people have been asking for the tag team titles for a while. So then creative, they was like, all right, shoot, let's finally give them the tag team titles. But then when Sasha Banks and Bailey held the belts, they like looked at their product and said, shoot, now we got to focus on women's singles division and women's tag team division. Oh, shoot. I didn't know we had to put that much effort into it. Well, maybe if we just, you know, have them prance around, show them from time to time, maybe the fans will just forget the fact that they actually have to defend the belts to be relevant. Right. Yep. Uh, but uh, there's no focus. No focus in tag team division. There's no reason, points, prestige, or overall purpose for the women's tag team titles. Yeah, like Cinco said about them having a dense women's locker room, that's kind of why they should have a thriving tag division. They just yeah. won't put the time into it. Like, they have enough people there. They have enough people not being used, being used singing contests, you mm -hmm. know, doing crap that could actually be put together, work together for a good long time, finally be associated with each other, and then actually make something happen as a tag team. They're not doing that, so they need to get rid of the titles. The titles and are it's, pointless. And it's not they're like not willing they to put the time in, it's pointless. And it's not like they don't have time. Monday Night Raw has three hours. Three hours, man. <laughs> you got three hours. You got time to focus on the women's. Then they had them. Uh, then they have them uh, defendable on NXT too. Like you, you have. Yeah, they did that for me. Oh man, y'all not, not doing. Y'all not doing. You're not trying. Not trying. It's the one. It's the one bell other than the twenty four seven title that can like legitimately defend it across three brands. Everywhere. But Everywhere, it's the man. Least focused bell. So that that makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's pointless. I don't like it. All right, Get rid of it. So what they say is they get rid of it. Well, you yeah. know, it, it, like I said, it's the beginning of everything. It's it just started, so maybe it'll improve over time. Maybe not, but we'll see. But at the end of the day, right now with the women's tag team styles, it is not doing its job or serving a purpose right now within the WWE. And speaking of the WWE, WWE rhymes with the word Lee. Lee is the last name of a person named Keith, and that man is Keith Lee, basking his glory. And man, let 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 me tell you about the weekend. Bars. The yes, bars. I, I can rap. But anyway, let me, <laughs> let me tell you about the limitless one. About the weekend he had, main event NXT Takeover Thirty, dropped the title to Karrion Cross, unfortunately. And with that, it was a bunch. It was really a bunch of mixed emotions about it because Keith Lee is currently the shortest reigning NXT champion in history right now, for just receiving the title and now losing it. But with that, on SummerSlam, everybody was caught by surprise, saying that he was going to be debuting on Monday Night Raw. He came to Monday Night Raw. 
against our hometown hero, Randall Keith Orton. You see, you know, they both got the word Keith in their name. Keith must, <laughs> uh, must right. be a hell of a name. But anyway. All right now. Yes. So, with that, he made his debut with that in a different fashion, you know, attire-wise and ring music-wise and everything. So, <laughs> we're we're not a fan of this new theme. thing. Oh, I'm man. sorry. Please yeah, go back yeah. to the old Bask in Your Glory NXT, not the remix version. But anyway, moving on from that, what do you – from that whole weekend, how do you feel? First, you're first going to start off with, um, no, what's going on? How, how do you feel about the whole Keith Lee weekend? Like, what's your opinion on it? Do you think that he got moved up too soon to the main uh, to the main roster, or you think he should stay for a minute before it happened? That's the question. Uh, I I got a lot to say about that. So, speak. JR, do you, how much? No, you take that, brother. Speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, take Fun fact about Mr. Karrion Cross is that he debuted uh, six years ago. The brother's 35. Um, he, he was like 29 when he debuted my, my, my wrestling brothers. So, you know, y'all got, y'all got time. Yeah. Dang. Now he's NXT thank champion. Thank think about it. Person. But he's currently think about it. We hope for his career. Right there. <laughs> All right, so there's there's layers to this whole thing. So, uh, Cinco, you said, is it too early for Keith Lee to go up? I don't think that's the problem. It, it, the problem is not him moving up too early. The, the problem is how he was quickly transitioned as world champion in an NXT. Like, he had a great North American title run, in my opinion. He had a great feud with uh, uh, Dijakovic. He had a great match with Roger Strong for the belt. I mean, he is a real good definitive champion. Don't then he Adam went Cole. on. Cole. Oh, I'm sorry. And, and Adam Cole. There like, you I go. Mean, <laughs> like, that per- perfect example. Like, he's been doing greatest champion. But then I'm pretty sure Creative was like, we want Keith Lee. We want him. And then Triple H probably looked at us like, well, shoot, he's like one of the hardest workers we have here in NXT. There's no way I'm just going to give him over to the main roster without giving him something to really stand off on. So they're like, okay, let's give him the world title. Perfect. NXT, unified both belts, great. And then a few weeks later, he loses it. What the heck? My thing with Karrion Cross is, don't get me wrong, I like the guy, but for somebody who just came into NXT to beat somebody as established as Keith Lee so quickly, and Keith Lee didn't even get the opportunity for a rematch and just push him over to Raw, you just rushed rushed the greatness that is Keith Lee. Then, oh my God, when I watched Raw, and they put his butt on there, and they gave him the SmackDown versus <laughs> Raw creative character theme music, I was sick. Oh, but then it got me thinking, I'm like, they did that a lot. Remember back when Big E was Big E Langston NXT and he had the five count theme song? Yeah. That was a dope theme song. But then he came over to the WWE, they took away Langston and they gave him some generic theme song. Like they're doing that with these guys. It's like they don't want them to look dominant coming in. And I'm not understanding why. And then the ring attire was just, the, the music and the ring attire just does not fit Lee at all. Like there's nothing glory about it. So that, how they worked it up was wrong. They should have gave him more time as a world champion. Keep the theme song because Sam should know he's an entertainment guy. Like the music, the theme, all that is a part of the whole package. The second you take that away, you automatically cut half of their credibility. And that is not fair to Keith Lee at all. Yeah, that's what I think. 
Yeah, man, I agree with mostly what you said. Um, the only real difference between uh, Big E and Keith Lee is that they did actually position Keith Lee as a uh, main eventer of sorts, having him come out against um, Orton. Randy Orton. There at the end. Facebook yeah, name. Randy, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, because against that guy from St. Louis, the Hazelwood guy here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, with Big E, Big E was brought in as a bodyguard. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't really brought in to – he wasn't positioned in that way. So it was kind of like they didn't know what they were going to do with him. It seems like they know what they're going to do with Keith Lee. But I absolutely agree they screwed him as far as the attire and the theme music. It's, it's, it's terrible, man. They That's his whole – that's half of his identity, like you said. They just – they flipped it. Like if that was a live crowd – and uh, we know that the live crowd doesn't always have a lot of people that watch NXT, and he came out with that crap. They would have just been scratching their heads, man. Like, who, yeah. who is this guy? Like, who's this know? jobber that just came in, it's you know, to yeah. the door? Like, oh, man. His build, was, his build was one of the best in NXT because it wasn't forced. It wasn't rushed. It was organic. It he was went organic, the paces. yes. Yeah, he went the paces. He faced everybody he really needed to face. He, he gradually grew, and he deserved the title. I have no idea why they would give it to somebody like uh, Karrion Cross, not, you know, knocking him. But like we keep talking about, he's brand new, basically. They have people that are more deserving. Um, he could have really lost to Adam Cole again. Oh, he, if, you know, Cole wasn't, wasn't already engaged in a few. But, you know, somebody more established would have made more sense. So I really don't know what they were thinking with this whole move. Um, yeah. Definitely too early for Raw, not because he can't handle it, but because of how they ended him in NXT. How they ended him, Kate Right. Right. They doing stuff like this because they don't have a crowd. Like the NXT crowd would probably riot over losing Keith Lee like that. <laughs> they they wouldn't that wouldn't sit well if people were actually sitting in seats, you know. But it is what it is. I think he'll do fine. I think they do need to rewind and at least give him the music back. At the yeah. very least, give least. him that music <laughs> yes. back. The very least. Please. Everything else we can work with, but please, yeah. please, please, big w- botch, w- big time botch. Creative, give Keith Lee his music back. Y'all can keep the clothes. I don't care. We still gonna look at him as the same person. Make it work. Yep, we can make that give, work. Give him his music. Just give him his music. And it's, it's funny that um, Big Harv he mentioned about uh, Mr. Adam Cole because Adam Cole had himself um, an entertaining match this past weekend against um, Pat McAfee, former opponent for the Indianapolis Colts. And you know, usually SummerSlam, there's always somebody famous that comes in and makes their little, you know, debut in the ring for just entertainment purposes, just big name purposes, ticket ticket selling purposes, you know, entertainment things. That's that's what I like. So he had his he had his shine on uh SummerSlam weekend with Takeover 30. Also with that, somebody else made their in-ring debut, which is um Ray Mysterio's son. Have no idea why. Mm-hmm. But he he was there. And so they both had themselves some matches against a very prominent athletes from the WWE. Pat McAfee went against the, mm-hmm. the undisputed era himself, Adam Cole, Bebe, and Ray Mysterio's son, um, yeah, Dominic, went against the Monday Night Messiah. Dominic Mysterio, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> Just crapping on him. Ray no Mysterio's son, that's his name, went against the Monday, my, Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. So between those two matches, who had the better in-ring debut, Pat McAfee or Ray Mysterio's son? 
Don't lie. Do not lie. You know what? I'm gonna go first on this. Pat McAfee was great. Oh, that y'all do not sleep on NFL punters because Pat McAfee is one hell of an athlete. Shout out to Pat McAfee at the Pat McAfee show. That's just where at. But anyway, I said that very single. Yeah, but anyway, like I said, Pat McAfee, hell of an athlete, doing all these acrobatics, doing super suplexes off the top rope, doing somersaults from inside the ring, outside the ring on a, a group of people, doing these locks and stuff. And he he did good. You know, he he he's acrobatic in the ring. He could definitely take a good bump. Uh, selling was okay, but yeah, overall, I feel like he did better than Dominic. You know why? Because he did not have to use a weapon to help him out in the match. But that's my opinion. So, Big Hall, Mr. Entertainment, Mr. Entertainment, Entertainment over right. in ring prowess <laughs> is upset that there were objects used for the entertainment of the people in order to enhance the match. That is interesting, but my take. <laughs> um, I, I agree. Absolutely agree. Um, um, Pat McAfee, he, he blew me away. I wasn't ready for him. You know, I asked y'all who he was when you told me about. I, I didn't know. I don't know what to do this, but um, he has a bright future if he wants it with, with uh, WWE. Like he, he showed that he has he has actual skills. He has some chops in the ring. Uh, I can say the same for Dominic though. I'm not going to uh, crap on him like like Sam is. It wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't bad at all. Um, it did mm-hmm. what it needed to do. To establish him as um, Ray Mysterio's son, but Prince Mysterio—that's what he's doing. You know, going forward, he's still—he's young. He's 23. He's only going to get better. He was—it wasn't bad at all. But uh, McAfee was definitely—he—he looked—he looked at home, man. He looked. When at I was home. 23. I looked better than Mysterio in the ring. That's another story. All right, that's cool. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, how you feel about all it? Right. What do you think? All right, now—now now you know I got something to say to you, Saint. Speak. Go ahead. I'm waiting. All right. So life. first off, to answer the initial question, who I thought was better, Pat McAfee or uh, Pat McAfee? McAfee, my apology. Pat, uh, yeah, him or uh, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, Pat definitely was the better match. But to me, it was better, not just because of the wrestling ability, but because Dominic, he has a wrestling lineage. So he already has something to live up to. Pat, he didn't. Like, he just came in, like, as this former football guy into wrestling so that alone just impressed me far beyond what i expected but i'm not going to let you sit here and take a dump on (laughs) dominic mysterio let me tell you something about dominic mysterio that match was emotional and i loved it every last bit of it but you can sit here and talk about how oh well he lost who cares let me tell you seth rollins had to get help to beat dominic let me say that again seth rollins had to get help from Murphy to beat Dominic. You mean to tell me the guy who has multiple world titles, former United States champion, former mm. Intercontinental champion, multiple mm. time tag team champion, he mm. beat Brock Lesnar by himself at WrestleMania, Royal mm. Rumble winner, he had to mm. get help from Buddy Murphy to beat Dominic Mysterio. And then, and then Ray didn't even get involved until Buddy Murphy, oh, I'm sorry, Murphy got in front. And then he had to handcuff Mysterio, and he had to threaten his mother just to beat <laughs> Dominic. So you can crap on him all you want, but Woo. Dominic gave him a run for his money. <laughs> Don't forget, Woo. Dominic got a bright future. So uh, I, I, I just realized where you I said drop. lineage, right? Pipe bomb. I remember where you said you were talking about lineage, right? 
That's right. With Dominic and Ray Mysterio. That's right. You know who Dominic reminds me of? Who he reminds you of? Michael Jordan's sons. Oh. Disrespectful. He hit that Guerrero frog that, flash. That was, that, that was ugly. That was, that, was, that was the most disappointing part of the match. Everything and, was that frog splash. And, and you that know, really I, I agree with that. The frog splash and that daggone hood that he had on the ring. Like that bothered <laughs> the heck out of me. But with that, trying to be the green aside, with that mess aside, for that to be his first in-ring match with somebody like Seth Rollins, that was good. And I look forward to his future. He thought he was he thought he was the green arrow in there. <laughs> thought it was somebody, but that's it, Rollins. It was failed this city. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough about That's that. With, uh, with those, with those two making their uh, in ring appearances, we had uh, another surprise that happened over this past weekend too. The arrival of the big dog, yes. Roman Reigns. Big dog, Roman. wreck everyone and leave. Remind, that reminds me of a song, but I can't say it on there because that song is way too explicit. But it's a rap song. <laughs> But anyway, with that yeah. being said, <laughs> Roman Reigns came in after the Fiend won the Universal title from Braun Strowman and just speared everybody in sight. How do you feel about this new Roman Reigns coming in? I like it. I'm all for it. Roman Reigns. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Like, we, all three of us for years, we've been preaching about Roman Reigns going heel. And yes. so this apparent heel turn, freaking amazing the only real thing i want to say that's freaking hilarious i follow uh randy orton on instagram and he's been dogging roman reigns talking about his clean cut white teeth boy that's <laughs> the funniest thing i have ever seen <laughs> but yeah all shout out to roman reigns i'm i'm loving what they're doing with him with him coming back big whore uh i'm Opposite of y'all, not even opposite. I don't think I don't I don't see the difference between this and uh, any other return. Is it because he, he beat Bray Wyatt? No, he didn't beat anybody. Actually, I'm saying <laughs> what, if you if you listen to what I'm saying, he just came in from you know a lengthy absence, hit his finisher on um, the champion and a contender, and you know post like that's what faces do, that's what heels do. I, all I'm saying is I don't know if it's a heel turn. I don't know if I chalk it up to that. It's always good to see Rome. Um, I'm glad he's back. It looks like he's still in good shape. You know, he looks hungry. He's like he's gonna put on some good matches. I don't. Um, I'm. I don't know about his health though, because he's still a cancer patient. Yeah. And um, COVID ain't slowed down. I don't. I don't know if it's a good idea for him to be out there. Right. Anybody could be exposed at any moment, and that could really affect him yeah. worse than you know some other people. So, but putting that aside, uh, I'm all for seeing him come back. I would love to see an actual heel turn where he does some actual heel stuff. I'm all for him going heel. I just don't feel like this is what that was. I feel you. Me personally, I don't. I don't think it was a heel turn. I think it was just him coming back, staking his claim, saying he coming straight for the title. I understand. Well, he got his match of payback in a triple threat match against the Fiend and the Monster. Well, with hey, finna, that, hey, finna do my dog wrong again. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. I'm all for it. <laughs> and with that being said, that is almost all the time we have, and that means we're about to go into our lightning round. We have to make this lightning round fast because we don't have that much time left. So, with that being said. <laughs> It's a this game is called this or that. Not really this or that, but basically, who would you erase from WWE history or wrestling history at that? It's the game that you sent me a while back, J Bo. Okay. You asked me about and I it was them three options. But yeah, 
It's basically, who would you choose to erase from history? I'm going to give you two options. You got to pick one. First, who would you erase? Shawn Michaels or Undertaker? What? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, I know if I could slap you through the Zoom, I would. <laughs> for that disrespect. You made my chest hurt. <laughs> um, out of respect for the game, um, obviously I couldn't pick neither one because I have a, a no, personal no. loving for both of them. But but if I just had to pick one, I'll get rid of Sean because I grew up more with the Undertaker than Sean, in my opinion. That's just me and my life. Big hole. I know. It's- it's a hard one. Big hard. It's lighting around. I, say, quick, I gotta say, Sean. I, know, I gotta, quick. I gotta say, Sean, because he was he was gone for all that time that he was gone, and uh, Undertaker was still there. Undertaker's legacy stretched longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Out of technicality, I guess. I, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Next up. <laughs> sorry. Next up, The Rock or John Cena? John Cena, get him out of here. Cena. Easy. 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 Get him out of here. <laughs> Next, Trish Stratus or Lita? Uh, I'll get rid of Lita. I I, I like Trish Stratus' work more. Big yeah. hard. I, I'm gonna get rid of Trish for basically the same reasons I got rid of Sean. Uh, Lita was there and had a impact for longer. Okay. Yeah, even if, even though it was as a manager in the later time, but um, she was she was still there making them headlines, having sex in the ring. You know. Next up, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin or Ric Flair. Rick Flair, get him out of there. Get him out yeah, of there. Yeah, get rid of Rick. Yeah, grew up with Stone Cold. Ain't, ain't nothing like him. Yeah, Stone yeah. Cold, easy. Okay, got another one for y'all. Ron Simmons or Kofi Kingston? <laughs> okay, I'm only going to say get rid of Ron because I actually grew up with Kofi. That's that's the only reason why. I like, I've actually seen Kofi debut, and I've seen him throughout his career. That's the only reason why I say Kofi. Oh, I'm I'm gonna get rid of Kofi with a heavy heart <laughs> because Ron Simmons was actually beating ass backstage. He was jumping on folks and and wearing them out like he was a locker room leader back when being a locker room leader meant whooping ass in the locker room. Oh, I'm not supposed to be cursing. My bad. Uh, it's too late so, now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Damn. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna keep Ron and get rid of Kofi because Ron Ron put them paws on you. All right, Jazz or Jacqueline. Oh, get rid of Jacqueline. Get rid of Jacqueline. Oh, shoot. Not, that, to me, that's not even a question. Jazz or Jacqueline? Get rid of Jazz. Jazz didn't, Jazz didn't do as much. Uh, she didn't She didn't really last there as long as, as she should. She, she was a better athlete, a better wrestler. It. Next one. Um, she didn't really do much. Lesnar or Goldberg? Goldberg, get him out of there. Yeah, get rid of Goldberg. Get him out of there. A whole lot more wrestling practice. Okay. Paul Heyman or J.R. Jim Ross? Hey, Jim Ross commented a lot of great shows. Man, that's bad. <laughs> okay, but I, you got to look Paul at Paul Heyman put, it, put them together. Exactly. Right. Paul that, Heyman put the matches together. That's why I did that. Right. I know. Heyman, uh, Heyman and Ross. Dang, man. Come uh, on, man. I'm just ticking right now. I choose now. suicide. I choose suicide. Done. Uh, I'll I'll say keep myself. Paul. Keep Paul. Keep Paul. All right. Keep Paul. Paul. Who you pick? I'm gonna keep Jr. Since he's keeping Paul, so we can keep them both. There it All is. right. <laughs> this is uh my last one. AJ Styles or Bray Wyatt? Oh, get rid of Bray. 
getting rid of Bray. AJ Styles, get him out of there. I, I know he's gonna say that. Betray the patriarch. I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. I knew he was gonna do it. I love my father. I love my father. <laughs> I won't forsake him. Well, like that, that is the end of the lightning round, and that is all the time we have. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at KTR underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at Another Rose Podcast. Follow us on YouTube at Another Rose Podcast. Follow us on all podcast platforms. You know, we got Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, Anchor. We got all of it at Know the Rose Podcast. This is Another Rose Podcast, hashtag KTR. We are in the building. You are now tuned in with Singo, Big Harvey, and J-Bo himself. And we are out. Yeah. Said I'm about to bring it back to the block. Like my pocket holds a packet full of rocks, and I'm packing me a pack. And my click is the most hazardous of flocks that you couldn't count. A steady counting numbers from the record. These cows to the pacifistic crowd. If you're fearing the outcome, bullets burn bitches, better warn her like Malcolm. X out your